It's Tuesday, the 30th of August, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stock futures are rising and government bond yields are ticking lower in a sign that a sell-off of the last two sessions could pause. Dow Jones Industrial Average futures are up 0.8%. S&P 500 futures are up 0.9%. Contracts for the tech-focused NASDAQ 100 are 1.2% higher. The dollar is weaker today with the Wall Street Journal dollar index down 0.3%. Bitcoin's dollar value has edged up 1.5% from its Monday late afternoon level. Stocks and treasury prices fell Monday, with the stock retreat accelerating into the close as investors remained unsettled by the Federal Reserve's resolve to keep fighting inflation. Around the world, Violent clashes gripped Iraq's capital after an influential cleric said he was quitting politics as protesters stormed government buildings and heavily armed militias flooded into the capital's government center, setting off an intense urban battle that threatened the government's stability. At least 17 people were killed by gunfire and more than 90 were reported wounded in clashes in the Green Zone on Monday, turning the heavily fortified district of government offices embassies, and vias of senior Iraqi officials into a besieged zone. The unrest was triggered when cleric Maqtada al-Sadr made his declaration. His supporters, who had been camped for nearly a month outside parliament demanding new elections, overran the nearby government palace, setting off clashes with security forces. Political paralysis has taken hold in Iraq since elections last October, gave the most seats in Parliament to a bloc led by Mr. Sadr, whose militias once fought American troops and who has since tried to forge an Iraqi political identity that puts nationalism above sectarianism. But his failure to negotiate a power-sharing agreement with his fellow Shia Muslim leaders left the country in an 11-month impasse. Meanwhile, the war in Ukraine has depleted American stocks of some types of ammunition and the Pentagon has been slow to replenish its arsenal, sparking concerns among U.S. officials that American military readiness could be jeopardized by the shortage. The U.S. has during the past six months supplied Ukraine with 16 U.S. rocket launchers, known as HIMARS, thousands of guns, drones, missiles, and other equipment. Much of that, including ammunition, has come directly from U.S. inventory, depleting stockpiles intended for unexpected threats, Defense officials say one of the most lethal weapons the Pentagon has sent are howitzers that fire high-explosive 155mm ammunition weighing about 100 pounds each and able to accurately hit targets dozens of miles away. As of August 24th, the U.S. military said it had provided Ukraine with up to 806,000 rounds of the 155mm ammunition. The U.S. military has declined to say how many rounds it had at the start of the year. In recent weeks, the level of 155mm combat rounds in U.S. military storage have become uncomfortably low, one defense official said. The levels aren't yet critical because the U.S. isn't engaged in any major military conflict, the official added. In other news, NASA called off the launch of its mighty new moon rocket on its debut flight with three test dummies aboard Monday after a last-minute cascade of problems culminating in an unexplained trouble related to an engine. The next launch attempt will not take place until Friday at the earliest and could be delayed until mid-September or later.
The mission will be the first flight in NASA's Artemis project, a quest to put astronauts back on the moon for the first time since the Apollo program ended 50 years ago. And people came from far and wide for Serena Williams to see her play and win a match at the U.S. Open on Monday night, turning out in record numbers to fill Arthur Ashe Stadium and shout and applaud and pump their fists right along with her. In Miss Williams' first match at what is expected to be the last U.S. Open and last tournament of her remarkable playing career, she overcame a shaky start to overpower Danka Kovinik 6-3 and 6-3 amid an atmosphere more akin to a festival than a farewell. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.